Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Show out on nobody quite yet. You haven't had you. Um. So yeah, I've been you know working. Um. Had my first workshop this summer with some young ladies that went very very well. I enjoyed it. Um, Looking forward to the next round that we do. Um. Other than that, I've been trying to recuperate after you know. 
teaching all y'all's children. So let's turn a little bit about, you know, I'm good. Okay, well, long as we good in these streets, we all right. We ain't got to show out on nobody. 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 We all right. Um, I don't know why your uh, counterpart, who is trying to push me out, out of the show, is here. I mean, he's here, but I don't know if I should open his mic because... When he opens his mouth, it's annoying as heck. But um, Brother Ron is here. So he's actually early for him. Mm-hmm. When I made that comment, you taught it at 15 minutes and I started deducting peanuts. He took it serious. I think he did. He must be hungry. I have need all my peanuts, Master. I can't stand him. Can't stand him. I can't stand him. Hello, hello, Amaj. How are you doing this evening? I'm fine. How are you doing, Brother Ron? I'm doing great, Sister Kitty. (laughs) God. Mm -hmm. Well, since he's getting started early, I'm gonna go ahead and let us do some real um, show, and then, you know, we'll limit his amount of input until it's time for his foolishness, Um, because we have a guest this evening, and so we don't want to leave our guests waiting too long. Um, We're going to get the opportunity to spend some time with author and poet Hakeem Stokes this evening and find out a little bit more about what it is that he does with his creativity. So... With no further ado, um, Ron, notice I didn't ask that you want to add anything because I really don't care. Um, did you have anything you need to add before we handle real business? Okay, now, all right. Um, and so with no further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring on Mr. Stokes. Welcome to the wind down, sir. How are you? All is well. All is well. I'm blessed. Being yourself. How you doing, Amaz? How you doing, brother Ron? And What's going on, gorgeous? Wonderful. We're good. Shamor, how is everybody? We don't complain much on here unless it's about Ron. So I think everybody's pretty good. No doubt. No doubt. Thank you for having me on the show. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So I just want everybody to know, um, we kind of, uh, first time meeting Mr. Stokes was in Baltimore at a book fair and um, our festival, however you want to coin it. And so, you know, he came over, he spoke to Julia, um, and then he took off and he headed over to his area and he worked his area. So that was really um, impressive. So, you know, why not? Why not engage in some literary talk on the wind down at a literary event? So I wanted to give you a platform to share with us because I think my audience would like to know a little bit more about what you do with your pen. No doubt. Greatly appreciate it. 
Can y'all hear so me clearly? Am, am I speaking too? Am I speaking too too much into the mic? Am I too loud or too too soft? Or, or where am I? I think you're fine. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you um, have the floor for a bit here. Tell us a little bit about what it is that you do as a creative. Okay, well, my creativity stems from what I see and and uh, my view of the world and, and the life that I live and the places I go and the people that I meet. Uh, I'm, uh, I started out in poetry in uh, grade school, and it, pro- it progressed in high school, and I traveled up and down the eastern seaboard, uh, performing at different venues. And then, uh, like, towards uh, the end of high school, you know, the end of my teenage years, I, uh, after performing and grew into my early 20s, uh, pretty much retired from the business, and I was thinking what to do with all these uh wonderful thoughts and, and emotions that I collected over the years. So I formulated a few books. So to date, I have uh, three books of spoken word, uh, which my first one was uh, Reality, Life, Conscious Struggle. It, uh, it uh, speaks of four stages of our existence. And then I went into Elixir, which is uh, pornographic, uh, like basically porn on paper, if you will. And my latest uh, work of heart, as far as spoken word would go, is Concepts of Intimacy. Uh, it basically uh, attacks the subject of men uh, courting women, which is like a lost art, and unfortunately a lot of women don't even know what that is. They've never been courted. Uh, they've never had the pleasure. They never had the honor. And a lot of men sadly don't know how to court women. They just, you know, go in for the attack and just leave a caucus and move on to the next uh, prospect or what have you. So, you know, um, concepts of intimacy uh, slows the brother down and brings it back to, you know, like, uh, you know, court the sister show her her worth and tell her how beautiful she is and, you know, let her know that actions speak louder than words, but also whisper those words into her ears softly and let her know um, that she is the queen of your life. And so I also have two books of poetry, uh, I Need You Too, which is a a novel that was a, a story of a young man that realized the virtues of monogamy. And a lot of people literally judge the book by their cover, by, by its cover, because you two, you see a young man up there with two young ladies. But that's just for eye candy purposes. You have to go deep in, in between the sheets so you can be fulfilled. And my latest novel is At 12 After, which is uh, when adolescence is lessened. And life teaches hard lessons. Will friendship remain? Right now, uh, my latest work is um, The Purple Orchard Syndrome, which is uh, 
which is uh, 12 now. I, I interviewed 12 men between the ages of 21 and 71 on their experience of growing up without a father in the household and how it took a toll on their life, what direction it sent their life into, and how they either, you know, how they failed or they triumphed in spite of the father being uh, not being in the household. And I'm also currently working on a book, uh, which is the purple, uh, the, I'm sorry, the lilac uh, effect. And I'm getting uh, information from a woman's perspective, not so much of an absentee father, but I'm getting the perspective of what was your relationship with your father? What kind of engagement did you have with him? Did he give you anything? And what did he give you? You know, uh, what did you get from him being there? And his interaction with your mother and and uh, his basically was prompted because I saw how a lot of women were interacting with either men or their significant other. And when I spoke with a lot of women, it just stemmed back to, oh, wow, my father wasn't there and blah, 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 or my father passed through occasionally, or my father was there and such and such and such and such. And I saw how his uh, how his interaction was with my mother and thus and that. So that's what my latest uh, project is uh, about. Okay. So, Okay, so give us a total. How many books in print was that? I have three books of spoken word, uh, two novels, and I have a project. And I have a, a project coming up. So it will be uh, seven books. There's six books total, but it will be seven uh the beginning of uh, 2018. Okay. Impressive, impressive, impressive. So as um. As a creative, what is your preference as far as are you more um, of a poet or do you find yourself more drawn to writing um, your novels? Um, I kind of go with the I go with the flow of the universe, you know, uh, whatever um, is in my spirit. Whatever, whatever you know, the universe is guiding me toward. If it's a book of poetry or a book of spoken word, as they say, then I'll uh, challenge myself to do that. If, if 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 art is coming to me in the form of poetry, then that's what I'll create. If art is coming to me in the form of uh, a long uh, story, what have you, then I'll do a novel. But it's basically what whatever's in in the atmosphere, whatever's in the universe. I don't know if you know, because I don't know how long you've been listening to our show, but um, our resident poet is Imaj. She is a poet as well. So I don't know, Imaj, do you have any poetry questions or from one poet to another or anything that intrigues you that you might want to ask? Um, I do not write offhand. I don't have any questions right now because, you already asked us how do you get to that point of creating. So not as of right now, I don't have any questions. <laughs> okay. Fine, I just want to make sure I, I did monopolize. My, my ears did perk up. I'm not even going to try to act like they didn't. Um, when you were like, um, 
porn on paper, and I was like, wait a minute, what? And so I was like, okay, <laughs> bring your back in. So, so yeah. I think he owes it to um, you and the listeners to go into detail about that porn on paper. Maybe just a little bit more of a definition of what that is. Well, you know how everyone has a, um, erotic, a book of erotic poetry. Uh, that's what it basically is, but I try to go more in depth, and I didn't want to just do a book from the perspective of making love to your body. I also wanted to mm-hmm. go inside your mind. I wanted to go deep inside your soul. I wanted to arrest you. I wanted to, you know, connect with you on a whole spiritual higher level, and that's that uh, formed elixir. Okay. Um, we have um, a guest on our feed, and one of the questions that he has is, what is it that catches your eye? What is it that um, is the inspiration of your music when you do poetry? Uh, I apologize. I didn't catch any of that. Can you repeat that question? Uh, I'm trying something different to make sure that can hear you because they can't hear now on this new phone when I have my I'm a little bit far away. Um, but one of our live listeners wanted to know um, what is it that catches your eye when you do poetry? What is like your muse? What is it that inspires you or, you know, kind of is your subject? How do you get that? Uh, basically, it's uh, whatever may be may be going on in in uh, my life or in the life of speak, spoke, folks that I speak with, or maybe uh, a mixture of like current events or uh, the world as I see it. You know what might what may be going on in my head. You know I can look at a tree and and write so much poetry about it and you know the the average person would just look at it and see a tree but I would see I see tree I would see a life I would see you know family I would see nourishment I would see oxygen I would see you know more than just the average you know inanimate object so it, it's just you know like I said before it's like whatever is speaking to me from the universe you know I take cue from that um, it, it, but it, it does resonate whenever something is uh, going on in, in uh, current events or something may be going on in my, in my life. Or, uh, you know, sometimes I try to be uh, the uh, liaison. If someone uh, is telling me something and they're trying to get their view out, they're trying to get their voice heard, so I may uh, formulate some uh, spoken word from that to give them a voice so that they can uh, – so that they can feel validated, so they they can feel some 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 sort of worth in existence. Question. Um, so talk to us a little bit more about um, your experience in the industry, because I have a lot of um, friends that are you know pick up some happy and published. I'm sorry. Can you can you repeat that? It's kind of sounds kind of jumpy from this end. Okay. I'm so sorry. Um, I was asking you to kind of share with us some of your um, experience in the industry. 
your journey. As far as my journey. Your journey, writing, um, publishing, spoken word, do you perform it? Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, as far as performance, uh, I retired from the business probably about uh, from that that end of it, um, probably about 15, 20 years now. But, I, um, you know, I still go to venues to uh, kind of gain inspiration. But uh, um, as far as my, my extent of business, um, it's been very um, – it's been very lucrative. Uh, it's been a great experience. Um, I gain perspective with every uh, event that I go to and, and every year that passes. Um, it's just so far as a wonderful walk. Um, I, and as far as, like, the business, I believe, um, you know, unfortunately I'm not a millionaire as of yet, but, you know, you got to speak it into existence. So, you know, one day, but, you know, as of right now, I'm satisfied with uh, where I'm at in the business, and I know that I'm going nowhere but up. Um, and I and I prefer to be uh, independent. I, I feel uh, I prefer to be an independent publisher. But uh, you know, I always advise folks. So I talk to a lot of folks that are up and coming, or they may be uh, you know one one uh, book in you know, as far as, like, book of poetry or, or a novel in, and, you know, they ask my advice, and I say, well, you got to do, you know, what's best for you, what's best for your situation. If you're in need of <laughs> finances or if you lack finances, you know, maybe you need to take a deal, you know. But uh, fortunately, I was blessed enough to, uh, you know, have, have enough capital to uh, go indie, and that's way, that's much better for myself because uh, I like to do things on my own time. I like to do things at my own pace, and that doesn't mean like uh, dragging or you know having such a gap in space. But it's just like you have to allow processes to uh, develop in their time. You know you can't rush something, and I, I believe that the avid reader will know when a project is rushed, when you had some type of uh, incredible deadline that wasn't conducive to anything. So it's like I like uh, or I love doing it this way from the indie perspective. Um, you know, who knows what may happen in the future, but that's definitely how I feel right now. And I would I would advise anybody to do that. If you have the, the capital and it's going to be an additional stream of income for you, then I would say go indie. Because no one's going to do you like you. You're going to do you best every time. You're going to have your own best interests at heart. You're not just going to be one of the many under someone's umbrella. And they'll get to you when they get to you, or maybe they won't get to you, or your material isn't what's uh, hot right now, or, you know, so-and-so said this and -and so-and-so said that, and they don't like you and all that. You can do everything the way you want to do it, you know, as often as you want to, and you can – uh, you know, come from whatever perspective that you want to. Because I also tell people that there's an audience and there's a reader for everybody. You know, everybody's not reading what's quote-unquote hot. Everyone's not reading what's quote-unquote now. 
you know, whatever you, whatever project you want to do, whatever material that you want to put, uh, whatever material that you want to put out, put it out. There are readers that want to read it. There may be readers that want to go off the beaten path, but unfortunately there is none. So you got to create your own lane. Wait for somebody to tell you your work is hot. You got to put it out. You got to have self-confidence and, and, and put your own work out, believe in yourself and do your own thing. And along uh, that same line of thinking, um, one of the other listeners wanted to know, what would be your advice about marketing as an independent um, author, publisher? Do you have any advice about marketing your products? Oh, yes, you definitely, um, like I said, you got to believe in you. And you got to push yourself. You know, you're you're your own brand. You know, you're your brand. You got to uh you got to want to spend money. You can't shortchange yourself. You can't be cheap, you know. And 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 that's one of the things that a lot of fo- a lot of folks complain about when they go to an um, you know, go to a company and they fall under this umbrella. They're like, "Well, so and so is not advertising properly or so and so is not pushing this and that." Well, when when it's your umbrella, what are you going to do for yourself? Are you just utilizing social media? Are you just on Facebook doing a bunch of posts or what have you? Or are you out greeting the people? Are you out at festivals? Are you out at, you know, trying to uh, book yourself everywhere, uh, wherever it is, you know, not just the popular places, but the unpopular places. And a lot of times that's key. If you go to the unpopular places or you go to the places where uh, a lot of folks haven't been, that's that may be the place where you can create your own lane because you know like i said there's a lane out there for everyone you just have to create it you just have to go in that direction but you definitely have to be willing to spend the money you got to spend the money on you everything can't be social media you can't just solely rely on social media and that's the same thing Mm -hmm. with these events that go on uh you know folks hold events and they just you know that's the first thing i ask them how are you uh advertising your event are you just doing it on social media? Because if you're just doing it on solely on social media, I don't want a part of it because that means you're not going to get every reader there. I need every reader there so that I can make money and so that my my cohorts can make money as well. My cronies in the business can make money as well. You know, we're in this, you know, this is blood, sweat, and tears for us. You know, this is our heart and soul on paper. You know, this is our, this might be our meat and potatoes. This is how we're living. So if you want us to come to your venue, if you want us to come to your event, you got to make it worthwhile for us. You're going to have to spend money. You're making money when we pay you the money for, uh, you know, for your table and for your space. So utilize some of that money and let us make money, you know, so that we'll come the next year. Don't just take our money for that one time and that's it, you know. So it's a porous uh, venue or supports a uh, person pushing these events if they're just using social media. So you also have to keep your eyes open when you're uh, indie. You definitely have to keep your eyes open. You have to watch how folks are doing. When you go to a book, uh, when you go to a bookstore, and you got to see how they're advertising that you're going to be there. And if the first word out their mouth is to say, "Oh well, you make sure you promote," no, will me and you are going to promote. That I'm going to be at your bookstore. Don't just solely put it on me. I'm gonna do it from my end, but I need you to do it from your end as well because you have prior customers and you have uh, folks that come in. You have foot traffic, traffic, and things like that. 
but you have to definitely investigate. You have to do your homework, and you have to be conscious of what's going on, not just, you know, now and then, but the prior and the post. So you definitely have to be vigilant about your uh, about your mm-hmm. business. And you had a little amen corner going on here while you were saying that. That's how some of the other veteran authors feel, same, same sentiment about um, making sure things are more than just on social media, making sure that when you go to events, it's not just you doing the um, marketing for but that person who's over that event doing something too. So um, definitely people are with you on that. Um, I want to make sure that I give you some time because we kind of went general, but I want to make sure I give you some time to kind of talk about your works. I want to know if you had to um, choose between all of your publications, what would be the one that could show a reader, um, I guess, the full spectrum of your talent? If, If a reader only had one um, opportunity to experience your craft. What would you suggest? Which, uh, which, which, which book? Which, which material? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Um, that is. I always direct. I, I, yeah, I direct people to uh, my book of poetry, uh, which is entitled uh, "Reality: Life Conscious Struggle." Because, like I said, there's four stages of our existence, and there's a lot of versatility in that book. And, you know, poetry is, uh, I'm not sure if Imaj would agree, but uh, in my opinion, poetry is, uh, a lot of them are just, you know, the soliloquies and things of that nature. They're short stories. You know, they're like quips, you know, beginning, middle, and end. So that's why uh, I guess I fell in love with poetry, because it gets to the point. You know, novels kind of drag things out. Poetry gets to the point, and, and it lets you know, and it's right in your face, and it's nothing you can do. It holds on to you until it's ready to let you go. That's why I love hmm. poetry. So I would direct people to uh, reality, life, conscious struggle. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting view of poetry. Iman, would you agree that, that poetry has that kind of a command over a novel? It does, I, I think, because, and just from some of the poets that I'm around, just one, three lines of something can be like, you know what, you just took me down with this, just <laughs> right, in these few right. words. <laughs> like, there's one poet that's on my Instagram, and she, some nights I just sit up and I'm like, okay, what is she going to say tonight? And, and she'll have me floored, and I'm like, okay, look, listen, we're not going to do this tonight. I'm not going to be up with you all night long, but <laughs> it it's definitely something that will pull you in quick and release you in ways unknown. So right. I can agree with that. And then you have those okay. moments of when somebody speaks so much into you, not knowing what you may be going through at that point. Right, right, and it exactly. speaks into you so deeply, like you know what? Were you sitting on the edge of my mind this evening just because today is Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so so, so um, definitely so so. So 
So I'm going to let Ron come in here for a moment because I don't want to monopolize our guests. And I do want to get that male perspective in here because, you know, for, you know, Jason Wiggles, he is the guy. So, um, Ron, would you like to add or take away anything to um, our interview? Well, I mean, I'm sitting here listening. And um, I salute the brother. Like, there's certain things that he was saying, like when he was talking about how you can see a tree and see different people. I mean, I see trees and I see different things, too. You know, I, it, it may be a different kind of tree I'm talking about that you're talking about, but it's still a tree. Right, and, right. And then, you know, I'm listening to some of the erotic poetry type things, you know. I'm not necessarily a poet, but I've also contributed to a book of erotic poetry, and I've seen the whole that it does have on people to, to, to read a poem and, you know, make them do certain things. But then I look at certain books like um, Wretched of the Earth by Fran Sinan, and mm. same thing you're saying that y'all doing over 8, 16, 32 lines. He did over, like, 400, 500 lines. And I, like, right. and I don't dispute what y'all say, but I'm, like, when it comes to books like that, just keep going and keep going. No matter what paragraph you turn to, you're like, damn, I should have read the one before that. Damn, I should have mm. read the one before. You know what I mean? Just because there's okay. this, this much knowledge is here, what did I skip? Wait, let me go back to the beginning of the chapter or something like that. So, I mean, I don't dispute mm. what y'all say about a poem, and, I, and I've and i seen, the, you know, the uh, the gravity that they hold, but um, I've also seen books do the same thing. So, you know, I just throw it out there True. just because I'm a jerk sometimes. But, um, True. It's all good, brother. It's about perspective, man. Your perspective is valid as well. That is exactly what it's about, perspective. And it's funny you say that. So now I go to, like, when you do your travels, what are some of the peoples that you're you're running across that are interested in your book? Is it a cross-perspective of people? Is it, you know, just one demographic? What kind of people are you running to in these places? Uh, all sorts, man. All um, I'm 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 eclectic myself. You know, I'm 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 from the hood. I'm all hood, but you know, I'm not of the hood. You know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, I'm very culturally diverse, and it shows through in my work. You know, uh, so I uh, folks gravitate towards my work from all walks of life. You know. Um, you know, from light to dark, from black to white, from overseas to here on our land or what have you. So I, I write from uh, a perspective, from an eclectic uh, perspective. You know, I, I try to touch everybody and I try to hit everything because, you know, that's how my work is. Like, I didn't just do a, a collective of poetry. And I said, well, I'm not just going to do novels. And that's the other thing about being independent. I want to do what I want to do. If like when I started the project, uh, the Purple Orchard Syndrome, about you know the missing fathers or absentee fathers, folks don't you know a lot of folks was like, oh man, just do your novels, just just concentrate on you know urban fiction. Don't do that, you might kill your career. But it's like you know it's my career, and I'm gonna do what I want to do. I have voices and, and 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 that need to get out, and I have you know different folks that I speak to, and they have concerns. And so, you know, I'm I'm speak like I said, I'm 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 the voice for the voiceless. I'm a voice for the mute. 
You know, it's a lot of folks that wish they had this platform. So I'm trying to take advantage of it in a positive way, and I'm going to hit all perspectives. So that's, that, you know, that, 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 that's, that's just me. That's my mantra. That's how I live. That's how I do. That's what's up. It's funny you talk about that because I had a similar perspective. A few years back, we had a daddy-daughter cruise, and it was just men just taking their daughters. And the looks that people gave us, when they seen, you know, a melanated man with his child and, and, and that child be a female child, it, it was just, they, they couldn't comprehend what was going on. They're like, what is this? Black men are really fathers to their daughters? So, yeah, that's and, and a shame. I, that's a shame it, that that was shocking to the masses. Exactly. It's a shame, you know. So, I mean, I hear that, and, and with, a, with, a, with a thing like that, I salute you with it. But then let me ask you this. I'm sure you have a number. So somebody comes to you, a big publishing house comes to you, and they say, "Listen, we want to franchise this, this this book that you have, and we want you to do, you know, three books. What's your number that you saying? All right, I'll do it, and give up your independence." Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, you know, money makes the world go around. You know, man. Like I said, I, I definitely have. You know, thank God, I have. You know, multiple streams of income. So. If I'm comfortable, then it's priceless. You know, it's going to remain priceless. And even if I uh, delegate it to someone, it's, it's always going to remain priceless to me. So as far as the number, um, I can't even really fathom that thought because, you know, what it, what, it, what it means to me and what it's worth to me is not going to be the same thing to them. So, you know, and, and you lose touch with your work when you give it up like that because that's exactly what you're doing. You're giving it up. So if they come to you and they say, oh, okay, we're going to give you $100,000, we're going to give you $500,000, we're going to give you a quarter million, a million, like, it's like, okay, that might be cool for then, but later on down the road, you're like, wow, I could have did so much more, I could have gained so much more, I could have, you know, had so much more into it or got so much more out of it, or maybe somebody else could have. So it's like, like I said, you got to do what's best for you. For me right now, I don't know, you know, and that, that might be a coward's answer, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't have, a, I don't have a number in my, my head or my heart. You know, right now everything is and always will remain priceless to me. I hear that. You good now, Ron? Hello? You got is everybody quiet. there? <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering what happened. Ron got a little bit quiet after that one. No, because I was contemplating my number. I was like, shit, I know exactly what my number is. And if they hit it, they got it. <laughs> yeah, What's no doubt. Number, Ron? I mean, everybody's situation is different. What's your number, Ron? What's your number, Ron? That's none, that's none of your business right now. That's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that to myself. The IRS might be listening. You probably, you probably and the, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Big brother is always listening. <laughs> always, especially yeah. with well, Sister Soldier on the on the pretty. line. After you, pretty cheap. I'm sorry. What was okay. that? Okay. So, I just figure Ron's number is probably pretty low. He's probably pretty cheap. Yeah, in other words, she didn't say nothing. Please continue on. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. So um, we are getting pretty close to that time, um, and we definitely don't want to um, overexert uh, Mr. Stokes with these questions. So uh, one of the things I want to make sure you get the opportunity to do right now is to plug um, all of your uh, books and please let everybody know where they can find your work as well as finding you um, as far as social media. So would you kind of let us know um, all of your links and sites to find you? All right, no doubt. Um, uh, as before stated, I do have two novels, I Need You Too, and also I also have uh, At 12 After, and have three books of uh, spoken word, uh, Reality, Life, Conscious Struggle, Elixir, and Concepts of Intimacy. I also have a project that I did, Purple Orchard Syndrome. So uh, all of my links are, I can be reached on Facebook as Hakeem Stokes, H-A-I-K-E-E-M-S-T-O-K-E-S, on Facebook. And I'm also available on Twitter and Instagram under uh, Asafale Books, that's A-S-O-P-H-I-L-A-B-O-O-K-S. Again, that's A-S-O-P-H-I-L-A-B-O-O-K-S. And uh, also can be reached uh, on Tango at Asafale Books. And you can uh, hit me up on uh, www. My website is www. A S O P H I L A B O O K S dot com. Everything is Asafale Books, and Asafale Books is definitely everything. Thank you very much for this uh, opportunity and this platform, Brother Ron, Sister Imaj, and uh, the lovely uh, Shamor. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your blessings. Thank you very much. Love to all of you. Yes, sir. All right, so I'm um, definitely going to post. Um, I'm going to post this uh, live feed so that if you want to share it on your page, you're more than welcome. I'm going to end it with your interview so that you won't have any of what happens next <laughs> on your version of the um, video. So um, we definitely appreciate you making time for us this evening. And we ask you not to be a stranger. You're definitely welcome to participate every Wednesday with us as we wind down. And we thank you so much for being with us this evening. No doubt, no doubt. I appreciate it. Love is love. Thank you all very much. I appreciate it. All right. I'm going to go ahead and end this um video, and I'll start another one for all the people that were still kind of on the live feed. So if you see it, go away. It'll be another one up in a minute. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and brace myself for the rest of the evening. I'm going to go ahead and um, drop that call. All right. So I had to, I think I owe this um, explanation to y'all because y'all had to deal with my phone and somebody said my phone was whack. I don't like you, Ron, very much anyway, so it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah, how you go snitch and be like, somebody said, and then be like, Ron said. 
That's some real whack shit. Say, like, Ron said. I just said Ron care. So you just went ahead and validated you that you, in fact, did say. And, and then you made your statement. You turned and made a statement to me and, and, well, about me, and then you said my name, and I don't care what you think. I, I mean, come on. That's not nice. I mean, it doesn't have to be nice. No, but you're right. Are you crying? You're absolutely right. Please continue. Are you crying? It's okay. It's okay. We're still friends, Ron. We're still friends in the sense We're that friends. I don't I don't like you very much and you don't like me very much, but we tolerate each other. I wish people had access to to to, to the conversations we have in the office. They would see how, how, how much of a bully you are. Me? <laughs> Me? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. My God. As I ref, as always, what in the world? Because you are so wonderful, um, and, and you're such a great person. <laughs> but <laughs> that <laughs> nasty bastard over there. <laughs> Lord, oh, I can't. I can't either. I just. Mm-mm. But so yeah, I had to put the phone on speakerphone so that the recording could hear our guest because last week it was just me, and it wasn't nearly as funny when it's just me. Like I mean, the greatness that it is. I need everybody to hear when Ron is ignorant. I need everybody to hear the struggle that Imaj goes through when she's trying to ref between the two of us. And it didn't work last week. And all the people that usually show up for the live were like, hello, where's everybody else? So, yeah. That's I don't know. I'm going to put my shirt on. My 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 ref shirt because this is too much. Y'all just... Oh yeah, Zaddy, you gotta put that ref yeah. in there. You put your shirt on. I was like, whoa, what is? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait a minute, let me say my yeah. ref shirt because they don't yeah. think I'm just sitting around right here just just looking like craziness. What in the world? Hey, wait a minute, let me snap my bra on. Hold on, wait a minute. That, what you say? You that, let me snap that, my bra on. <laughs> Man, I was thinking yeah, it was something with that porn on paper. What in the world? You know, she likes porn. You know, she's a porn addict, so I thought maybe that porn on paper got me started. You know, we haven't talked about this lately, but I have not watched porn in, like, some months. Oh, I need you to hold that thought, because I need to go live and make you talk about porn. What? Yeah, you got to hold that thought. It sounds like it, it, it sound like you said I haven't watched porn in some months. I said months. <laughs> oh, I I I didn't hear that S on the end of it. I was like, oh, she got thirty whole days in. He <laughs> <laughs> can't even wait till I put the post up. He can't. He just gotta get started. I mean, I was waiting for you to get together. I'm trying to get you to get together. You're different. Like, you're going to put this back on speakerphone because if not, nobody will 
be able to Your hear wife. this. Yeah, I said it. Whack ass speakerphone. I said it. You know what? I couldn't find my headphones, so I was actually that's why it took me a second to every time you said my name, it took me a second to get it off mute and off the speakerphone. Because <laughs> I can't Wait, find so my you headphones. Are not done, and you don't have your shirt on. <laughs> I have on a shirt. I have on a shirt. Please do not let these people think I'm sitting around without a shirt on. I do have on a shirt. Okay, I have on a shirt. That's the title. The title of this one is Image and Porn. So they are already oh, yeah. gonna be interested to know. It's about fifteen thousand people listening already. Anyway, that's a story. But anyway, no, like for real, like when he said porn on paper, my ears kinda perked up and I was like, Okay. In my head I said, Get your life together. But I have not watched porn in like Months like plural. Are you having a porn withdrawal? What is a porn withdrawal like? Is a porn withdrawal like? Do you do things to play? You know, with your. I mean, like, what is a porn withdrawal? What's that like? I don't know. I don't know how I got here, but I feel like it's the same withdrawal as not getting any. Like my attitude stinks. I'm not nice to people. People tell me I need to go get some. Like really. So I don't. I don't know what this life is. What. This is not my life. This is not what this is about. So this is serious. You sound like you about to have a breakdown. <laughs> Are you crying? Are you I'm crying right now? No, I'm not crying, no. I feel like I want to, but I'm not. You're like, smiling. Just... You're not smiling. I know that's not a smile when you say it. I'm laughing. I'm laughing. I'm, I'm laughing to keep from crying. Isn't that what that saying is? So, so I'm just going to tell everybody that listens to the show that if you can help Iman out, she's having porn withdrawal. If you can send peen pics and big booty pics to her. Wait a minute. Don't do it. Don't listen to that shit. Don't send me no random porn. Don't, don't do this. Because if you send me something nope. that's too little to my liking, I'm going to be rude. So then only peens and Those big asses. Like, like, I like big peens and big asses. Like, don't send me no little shit. Don't send me someone that look like her back is still attached to a portion of her thighs. I need to understand why that shit's happening. Don't send me that. Mm-mm. I like big booty girls <laughs> and big penis men. Does that make sense? That makes, makes complete sense. <laughs> So if you start to get if you start to get gifts in your inbox, you have all of the wind down listeners to thank for supplying you with your much needed porn since you are in fact having a porn withdrawal. You in fact are missing porn. She's missing. I don't watch any. I don't know. I don't understand. I just haven't had that. Maybe I just know the feeling, like that feeling of I need to watch some some stuff. And I just haven't had that feeling. Am I about to quit somewhere? Does it feel like me and porn are breaking up? Because I just don't like. Are your you finger and your wrist muscles getting weak from from lack of usage? <laughs> Am I what? <laughs> <laughs> so freaking low. What did you say, Ron? 
I was just wondering if your finger and your wrist muscles, you know, if they were getting weak from lack of usage. I don't think so. But see, listen, look. So I bought this new um, toy a, a few months ago. And I'm trying not to overdose on it, right? So... <laughs> Because that uh-huh. shit's miraculous. Uh-huh. It has like it has like fifteen speeds and <laughs> and I just I try not to like I try not try not to use it in certain places. Like I just I just try not to because it makes shit happen and I'm like, hey, look, listen. I can't be fucking up towels every time I turn around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to leave it alone. Why is this even good? Why are we talking about this? How did we get here? Anyway. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said I find anxiety, and I'm sorry, I'm not too bright. for the dude that has to come behind this toy. Whoever this dude, dude, if you have to come after this toy, you need to call somebody because we need to put put you on. Like, you're going to have to have 15 speeds. Oh, this is too much. You're not going to be able to compete with this. Shut up. So, Mom, you said you, you, um, you have to be careful where you put this toy. Or no, you why use I use it. it. Yeah, right. I and use it. You mean use it, like, in the house? Use it in public? Use it in certain <laughs> holes? I'm not going to use it. No, it's not. Use it in the house. Like, I'm not going to, like... If, let's say I'm in my bed or whatnot. Well, I got to put down two towels because obviously some fucking reason I soaked through two goddamn towels or whatever, and I'm not trying to soak up my bed. I still have to sleep. So <laughs> I better go lay your ass in the tub. But then you just not the same old thing if I'm in the tub. Like, what in the world? Like, and then today it was suggested that I put that. So we're going to have to figure life out. But. Get some wee wee pads. Get some fucking wee wee pads. I mean, I haven't purchased puppy pads in a while, but it's just me. Like, if it was somebody else here, like, okay, yeah, I'll go get some puppy pads. They'll be fine. But, you know, just throw a towel down and try my best not to soak through that shit. Like, what the fuck? Wait, you said if it was somebody else. So you be having these bitches on puppy pads? What, 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 what are you saying? <laughs> you just know, put the puppy pad down be, be up under you. Like, so you don't mess up your mattress. Like, what in the world? Lord, <laughs> mercy. <laughs> Mommy never to touch your remote in your house. Mommy, no. what do you have to do with my remote? What? What do you have to do with? Wait a minute. What do you have to do with the remote control? Don't, I don't want nobody changing my channels anyway. I was told I was rude the other day because I won't let nobody change my channels. I'm watching TV. Yeah, because the remote's so goddamn sticky. <laughs> I hate your life. <laughs> Whatever. I ain't about to say that. 
Because a lot of times I don't watch porn on my TV. I used to watch it on my phone. So she was over here in her own world. Old boy was like pulling on paper. She said, "Oh, that, no, that was not me. That was not me. That was Shamora who said that. If you heard it, that was her. That was not me. I was on no, mute no. and speaker. That was all I did was. I know All I did it was made it. I just noted a message in the office, and that was it. But she was like, "Huh?" Mm-hmm. I heard it. I know I hear everything. Mm-hmm. Sure do. Goddamn. Shit. I like how Vaz is getting away from the fact that she totally was the one who had to come back and circle around and re-engage about the porn part, like. That sparked something in her. She had to bring it back to the porn. So we're trying to have a counseling session, trying to figure out why I'm going through with porn withdrawals and crap because I haven't been watching anything. And plus, I don't think there's been any really good ones lately, so I think that's why I ain't watching any because I'm very selective. And then that one time when I searched some shit that I shouldn't search, it came up with some shit that I shouldn't have thought. So... (laughs) So, I just, mm-hmm. like, like certain mean, things, you'll be like, I'm a little weird when it comes to certain things, and I don't, I don't want to put too much about myself out there in straight right. hell. We already know we got 15 speeds. Oh, Lord. <laughs> All right, let me ask you a question. Is it wrong that I don't watch white porn? Is that is that wrong that I only watch black porn? No. Okay. No, I was just wondering. Because, but, but look at the teeter you're asking. You're asking like Milutini, Ishimura, and Iman who prefers big booty. So, only so many places you're gonna get a big booty. So, I think we might be a little biased. Yeah, and I teeter totter sometimes. Like, wait, wait, hold on, I, hold, on hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, Iman. Give me a second. So, are you saying? Miss Shamor books that you like big fat asses too? I clearly said Imaj who likes fat asses. I clearly said Imaj first. Well, you said we. You said we. I didn't no. say we. I don't think she said we. Imaj, hush your mouth. I don't think she said we. I think oh, Imaj. Shamor, are you saying that you like fat asses? Is that what you're saying? Be very careful. I'm not even going to reply because I, I had nothing to do with the, the statement. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even commenting <laughs> on it. Because I hate it anyway. Right? He's a trick. This is that a trick. Is. And I don't want to be part of it. Don't say Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'll be wrong. I'm a lesbian too, so I mean, I understand exactly what it is. I like mm-hmm. a big fat. I'm not a lesbian. Hey, I have a question, Ron. Since you're the only guy that we still have available to ask this question to, <sighs> go deep inside the place where you keep your manhood and answer this for me. <laughs> Imaj has a toy. Imaj's toy can give her exactly what she wants, whenever she wants it, however she wants it, 
for the duration of time that she wants it. As a man, does that at all intimidate you that you might come upon Imaj at some point when she is looking for a relationship and you guys get intimate and that you cannot compete with the perfectness of her toy? I may be bugging right now with what I say, but I feel pretty confident in it. Toy is not giving her exactly what she needs. That's exactly that, correct. That toy is giving her, uh, 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 it, it, it is passing the goal line. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it passed the tape. It finished the marathon. Now, it finished it in a, in, in a fucked up speed. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it took too long. You know what I'm saying? It didn't give her exactly what she wanted, but it, it, it still got the job done. That being said, me personally, shit, I remember one year, Vibrators was what I was giving out for Christmas presents. Because I was like, shit, shit, I ain't going to be able to get you every day. <laughs> I got to go home. So, so I mean, me personally. Oh, my God. I, I mean, hmm. it was what it was. I, was so, like, and I just wanted to add this piece because I think it made a valid point. So, Johnny um, is on live, and he says that it it can't smack you on the ass and it can't grab those sheets and doggy style. So there are some exactly. limits to what it can do. Not only are there limits, but, I mean, there's certain things most of us realize that most women are very emotional creatures. So that being said, they like the whole emotion. Y'all like the whole emotion and things that go along with the sex. You like for the front of my thigh to hit the back of your thigh. You know what I'm saying? Things, little things like that. You know what I'm saying? Bring intimacy level. So I get uh-huh. it. Toy will never be able to, to duplicate that. But um, did you hear that grimace? Think... Did you hear that grimace when you said that? She might have to watch some no. more in the day. No, yeah. no, no. Did I was clearing I my throat. Thank you very much. It was no grimace. I agree. You said you had something in your throat. Oh, nothing. Shut up. Let me just say this. <laughs> Wait, I need clarification. I, I must have I must misunderstood. You said, let me clear my throat. <laughs> no. No, I cleared my throat prior, and that's what she was like. There was a grimace. No, that was me clearing my throat. So, but you did it exactly when I, I was talking would... about thighs touching. It was exactly when I was talking about thighs touching. <laughs> It was exactly when it was exactly when I'm just saying it was exactly when you said that my the thighs hidden and then she was like "Mm -hmm." I was like whoa that struck a nerve (laughs) like she might Mm -hmm. put some batteries in that thing tonight actually mine does not take batteries it is chargeable but anyway um rechargeable. Never fail if you have a supply. Oh, it has a little uh, adapter and thing to it. I plug it up into the wall. What? Huh? Well, wow. she plugging the wall. Did you get insurance for that motherfucker too? Like, what kind of? <laughs> it's a warranty. I mean, it's a warranty. I don't know why not. But anyway, what I was gonna say is, like, I do still enjoy men. So it's not like I'm just. What it is is this kind of takes the edge off. Mm-hmm. Like that, kind of takes, just takes the edge off for a little bit. But I'm still gonna want what I want. But it's just keeping me sane until I get what I want. Does it make sense? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't okay, know if so it's doing the job. I don't know how sane it is. So Johnny so says. So Johnny says, bring the toys. So Ron, you know, is that cool? Like as a guy to bring the toy along with the dude, and we just all do what we got to do. Me, you, the toy. He said, you know, well, the quicker he gets her there, the quicker he can get back to Sports Center. As what? a man, as, as a man, you can't bring toys necessarily. You have you can purchase toys and bring purchased toys, but you can't bring toys. At the first question, well, I'm sure he's, he's ask, talking about her toy. I'm sure he's talking about her toys. Oh, for her to bring her toys. Yes. Okay. Oh, all right, all right, all right. I mean, yeah, she can. Well, then again, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What toys are you bringing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, are you bringing a little bullet? Ha ha ha! You know, your little thing. Or are you bringing a strap on? Whoa! What you think you go do with that? You know what I mean? <laughs> what kind of toys are you bring? Whoa! It's not that kind of game, sister. <laughs> I'm just saying, because toys encompasses, you know what I'm saying, a, a large gamut of devices. And, you know, Miles just talked about her major home purchase, the, the shit that plug into the wall and take <laughs> DC furniture. She made it feel like you was a refrigerator. Or just bought a refrigerator. <laughs> exactly. It's like a refrigerator or a washer. That's a mistake in. Agreeing with Ron, it's Ron. Don't don't even worry about it. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't talking to you. I was just making sure people know who you are. I think sometimes people mistaking you for someone with a lot of sense, and they don't always get somebody with a lot of sense. So, I mean, it depends Too on when. You, I mean, you can hear me talk in the same 15 minutes, and I'll say one thing that's like, yo, he's brilliant, and another thing like, if he don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> It happens. Pretty much. That's the that's the truth, pretty much, yes. Oh, you ain't got yeah, nothing in your throat no Oh, uh, ain't nothing in your throat now. I, I hear that. I shit. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I'm not going to even say do you. I'm just going to put this out here. Have you ever known anyone? Like, I remember my accidental um, experience with porn when I was a kid. And um, so in this, the porn that my first porn episode Everybody was Everybody who watched it was accidental, raise your hand. It was accidental. I, I think exactly. it was a setup because I was over someone's house and she was like, hey, y'all, it was a group of us, let's watch a movie. And she puts this porn in, and I'm like, uh, hey, they taking their clothes all the way off. You know, this is not rated R. What's going on? But the porn that it was was deep throat. And so she had a thing for that. So I'm just wondering, do they make a toy for a woman who has a fetish for, you know, fellatio? That's called wrong. Something and I'm like, I don't want nobody to jump in my inbox. Well, I'm just like, I'm just gonna keep it to myself. 
Maybe like, nah, that that's a, that's a wild out thing for you to say to me. The second one be like, nah, I got a woman. But by the time you get to three or four, they go start unzipping their pants. So it, it ain't gonna take very long for you to find one if that's what you're looking for. So I mean, I don't I, think I, you would need. Why? Uh, yeah, you don't need you need that thing that ejaculates something that you don't even know what that is. Like, what do you know? What happened? I, I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, nobody needs that. Who, who felt this shit? Let's boycott that bullshit because that's stupid. How about the fact that the more knew about this tells us about Let's some of the things that she has in her? We don't even have it. How do we boycott something we don't even do? Like, we don't do it. So <laughs> we don't boycott that shit. Don't tell everybody else, too. What was all everybody? Don't you buy that shit. What is that? This <laughs> <laughs> is going to be walking up to people in the toy store. Put that shit back. <laughs> like, 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 okay. So we're in the novelty store today, and we're gonna go walk up to these random men. Like, why do you have that in your hand? Don't buy that shit. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's bananas. Like, it doesn't make sense. Did you read that packaging? Did it explain to you whatever it is gonna shoot out of that shit? No, it didn't. <laughs> Therefore, you put that down. So I guess That's why you got no bumps on your face right now. You got all that rash and shit on your cheeks. Exactly. You get, on you. Go get your boy. Go get you. Find your boyfriend. Get you some good protein in your life. You some clear skin. I mean, it, it would be defeating the purpose to like put a condom on it, right? That would be against the point. I guess. Oh, yeah. They don't have a baby doll. <laughs> if they do, I mean, with the girl, <laughs> what? I'm done. I don't understand this. I don't. I don't understand. I'm done. I'm not going to waste any more time and energy talking about fake nuts out of fake dicks. Oh, that's like, that's like a man getting like one of them fake. What what's the word wrong? Like they use poom pooms or whatever, and it squirts. Like what is it squirting out without you putting any water in it? What is it doing? Okay. So John can come through with more information. It's it, it shut up, Ron. Johnny says that it 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 ejaculates the liquid of your choice. So you could put Kool Aid, you could put Hennessy, you know, whatever you want to put in there. It's gonna shut shoot out. Shut the front door. Shut it all the way. Slam that bitch. What the fuck? Okay, okay. Who did you say asked that question? <laughs> Johnny said. Johnny. Johnny. All right. Well, <laughs> that was Johnny. Johnny put in Johnny's dick that ejaculates. I don't think Johnny. I don't think Johnny has one. I think Johnny has Googled the shit, and Johnny has gone. Right, because Johnny he got a bunch of information. information. <laughs> I thank Johnny for his information. I thank you so kindly because Ron didn't know, Iman didn't know. Johnny, where you get information from, Johnny? Where does information come from, Johnny? You sound pretty versed in the fake dick game. What's going on, Johnny? That's not right, Ron. He may be Googling or something. Maybe he Googled it because we're too goddamn lazy to Google it at this time of night. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying nothing. I'm just saying I never even knew about this stuff, and I thought I was a nasty bastard. But Johnny might be a little bit more nasty than you. Johnny might be giving it to the ladies and say, fuck this. They got Hennessy all down, and now they got a shot down their throat. Like, I don't want to say it. I don't know. 
<laughs> you telling me Johnny is double drilling them and giving them a little bit of the baby juice and then a little bit of the Hennessy juice? He squirt, 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 squirt. That's what you telling me? I don't know. They want his appointment. I just, I don't know. Well, that's a whole other level of, of genius right there. That's some pippery I ain't even think about right there, Johnny. Okay, okay. See, that's it's an- all about Johnny perspective. Johnny said that was a long, long time ago. Johnny, oh. that was yesterday. Oh, for Johnny, a player from the Himalayas. Okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, he said he is married as fuck. Well, Johnny, that don't mean that you can't be a freak with your wife. I mean, just because you married and shit. Yeah, but you can't squeeze Hennessy on your wife. You just can't do that. You why can't, can't do you? that. Why, why can't you? It ain't none of nobody else's business what y'all do behind that closed door. You can put oh. all types of stuff. I mean, what? Because if it goes in her eyes, she's on your benefits. You know what I'm saying? You got to pay the copay. If it's just some <laughs> random bitch, she can go get things. You don't want to explain to the doctor. Well, doctor, we had to come to the eye doctor today because my wife somehow got some shit in her eye. We don't know what it is. And then when they look at it, they're like, well, sir, you sure you don't know what it is? No, I don't know. FMLA don't cover that. FMLA do not cover that. You got to go back to work with No eye insurance. What in the world? Yeah. She come to work like looking like Slick Rick. No, I'm saying she come to work looking like Slick Rick because you know what I'm saying husband wanted to get freaky on Father's Day weekend. Get the fuck out of here! No, you can't do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What in the world? See, that's mm. why you gotta have a side piece. I don't think so. I think that. Some of these people get so comfortable in these situations, and they forget, you know, you need to be a little a little taste of freaky for them, just a little bit. I mean, what's so wrong? They could just put some Kool-Aid in there. They don't want to put no Hennessy vodka tequila in there. Put a little piece of Kool-Aid or something in it, a whipped cream or whatever. Shoot you know, whipped cream, Kool-Aid, now you're trying to give your wife diabetes. You don't want to give her no. diabetes. She got to go to urgent care. We back to a deductible and the copay. No, I'm just saying that, you know what, just with everything else, you know, if done in moderation. She ain't got to drink the Kool-Aid every day. I guess. But then it might get out of hair, and the Kool-Aid might turn her hair red, so now she's like, she got her hair done. Jesus Christ. I can't stand your life. I'm just saying. It doesn't necessarily have to be that way. I think they forget. Sometimes you need to toot your booty up just a little bit more today because mm. today is whatever it is. Mm. See, those are words that women should live by. Sometimes you got to put your booty up a little more high. <laughs> a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Just, just make it do some little different stuff today than it did yesterday. Just, I'm just I get it. I, not, not only do I get it, but I co-sign that. I mean, I ain't necessarily putting my booty up in the air. But I'm saying I, I can appreciate an ass that is elevated. I can definitely appreciate one of them. Jesus Christ. No, I've never seen Jesus Christ ass elevated in the air. I've, I've never I've never seen that. Hold on, let me ask you this before we uh when we because I got a question about people's names and shit. So have you ever forgot somebody's name? Lord have mercy. 
Yes. I'm assuming you're talking about in the act, right? No, after the fact. Like, you hit well, it. I don't, I don't you don't know about your woman. business and you forgot her name. Not, listen, yes, to answer your question, I've forgotten names. You could put, listen, I could be standing face-to-face with some women and wouldn't know whether I did or didn't. I, it was one of them nights. I don't know. It's Jesus. nothing. But that being said, there was one night in particular where I, I, I called the chick the wrong name while I was in her. And, and, and I mean, I regretted it because me and her was, like, real cool. And I wasn't even dealing with the female who named I called. Just like, you know how sometimes you're falling asleep and you run through the day in your head, and I ran through the day in my head, and her friend had gotten to some issues earlier, and it was her best friend. So mm. I called her, yeah, I called her best friend names, and she said, what you said? I said, I said, your name, what you talking about? And mm-hmm. by that time, she had hopped off top of me, you know what I'm saying? Wah, 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 dick got soft. So I, it, it, it was a real bad sight. But, mm. yeah, so I, I've done that before, unfortunately. I'm saying, I mean, man, those are my college days. The things I did in college, I shouldn't be held responsible for as a grown man. Okay, okay, all right, um, maybe. Um, but what if you was a grown man and you forgot somebody's name? As a grown man, I'm not sleeping with that many women. I'm sleeping with one woman, you know. So it's, it's okay. I'm gonna forget her name, and if I forget her name, that's Alzheimer's. That's not my fault, neither. <laughs> so I can't get blamed regardless. But uh, that being said, if I was, you know, single and I call you by the wrong name, that's why I don't call you by your name. I just call you Shorty. No, no shit like that. <laughs> oh my god! What's going on, mom? <laughs> oh. Sweetness. So, so listen. So the shenanigans is of the best friend. This Negro forgot a girl's name, right? Yes. And so he saw the girl in the club. Not he done smashed and whatnot a couple of times. But he says to me, yeah, I saw old girl in the club last night. Um, You know the one that used to bartend with such and such. And I was like, oh, yeah, her, okay. Keep in mind, I don't know her name because every time he described her to me, he would always say, old girl who used to bartend with such and such. So I, that's all I know her by. Mm. So this this conversation happened about 2 p.m. in the afternoon on a Sunday. Do you know this fool held me hostage until he figured out that girl got that name? And it was close to almost 10 fucking o'clock at night. Listen. Wait a minute. Eight hours on the phone? <laughs> No, I had gone about my day. I went and did some stuff, and I said, you know what? I'm over here on his side of town. I'm going to stop by and see. He held me hostage for about three hours. Oh, you mean you mean in his home? Yeah. Until you remembered the name? Until somebody else finally texted him and said that's what the girl's name was. And, I, and then, and then, was like, Don't, you better have jokes. You mean to tell me I can't have jokes about this shit? And you and I'm sitting there saying you don't know her name. Like really, you don't know her name. And then her name was some shit that you was like, I would have been like, you know what? You couldn't remember that shit. I even ran down, you know, around the way girl list of I 
took the last part of L.L. Cool J's song and ran it down. Well, maybe one of her names is going to be like this. Maybe her name going to be pop up in one of them DMX songs. I don't know the girl name. All I know is her name is the girl they used to bartend with Right, right. That's that's bananas. I mean, what's even worse, though, is that they smashed a couple times. Right. Then he seen her the night before and still ain't played off that night. That means he was calling her all kind of nicknames the whole night. No. Or even looking out of her eye and start talking. That's, you know, that's how you get away when I know nobody's name. Just look him in the eye and begin talking. That's like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you can't confuse this with me talking to anybody else. I don't have to say your name because we made eye contact. <laughs> I even said, hey, well, the friend that you do know that, you know, that she used to bartend with, why don't you just ask her? He was like, well, that's going to ask a whole bunch of questions. No, just be like me and my best friend saw such a, saw your friend that used to bartend with you. What's her name? We can't remember her name. I even had it set up. He don't want to do it. He want me to do the messaging. No, I'm not doing it because I don't need to know the girl name. I didn't have sex with her. I don't give two goddamns. All right, so 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 let's do this right here. Let's take a moment and let's give this best friend guy a word of advice. What is a method that the real pimping dudes that have the multiple women? Give him some advice on keeping the names in his head when he sees his pieces so he doesn't have to spend eight hours trying to remember. What are some techniques this dude needs to practice? I, well, I'm about to show my pimp hand. So I do word associations for people's names. So for me, in my head, if I say the principal, okay, I know his full government name or whatever, but that's who I'm speaking of. So instead, I mean, even though she's a bartender, you still have to still know their name. Like, but her name is like I'm a singer. How do you forget that? So just do word association. Have something to remember it by. Like, you know. Her name might be Shaka Khan, you know? Bray is fucking somebody by the name of Shaka Khan. And it ain't Shaka Khan. <laughs> that nigga being lied to. That ain't her real name. Okay. Okay. <sighs> oh, man. Like, I, I use word associations for me. Like, I just, just do. Thanks for tuning in with us. <laughs> Why did you so, say that like that? <laughs> so let me tell you what you do. What you do is you look at her and you give her a nickname. That's that way, every, every time you remember her, every time you see her, you'll see that characteristic and remember the nickname, right? Then... Can you give us, give us an example? Is it possible I, for you to do that? I mean, it depends. First of all, you don't want to pick her regular nickname. 
You know what I mean? Because you don't want to be like everybody else. You want to be, I'm giving you a special name. So if, mm-hmm. if I mean, it could be anything. She's from Atlanta. You know, oh, Atlanta, you from Atlanta. Oh, that's Peaches. Your name is Peaches. So, so something of that nature. Or, or, or maybe the way she looks when she walks away, she has a peach bottom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That could be a name we to call her Peaches also. Or or, or, or she's light-skinned, <laughs> you know, maybe you could call her, uh, uh, I don't know, red. Or, I mean, that, 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 that that's kind of play. But, you know, anything, you look at her, if she, if she looks like Mary J. Blige, you call her Bambi. You know what I'm saying? Because she likes to have the MD. Wait a minute. Bambi from Mary J. Blige. What? Because she likes a deer. You know what I'm saying? You go look at her and she go always like a deer. I'm done. So I'm you... done talking to you. I'm just saying, I, you know, I rock to Mary. You know what I'm saying? I, that's my girl, but I'm just saying, she looks a little Bambi ish. You know what I'm saying? A doe. Oh, a female deer. Anyway. Um, doe. So, yeah, there you go. You can pick somebody's characteristics, give them a nickname, and and, and that way. And then the, the final thing, the, let's say you name her Peppa, right? Because she, she hot and spicy or whatever, right? And you call her Peppa, and then next time you forget the name Peppa because you talk to her on the phone, you call her uh, Louisiana. Then, listen, stop giving me everything. My name is Seanette. My name ain't Louisiana. Oh, there, there you go. You told me your name. Thank you. Ding, 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 now I remember it. So, you know, you can't go wrong with the nickname thing. Okay, okay, I get that. Okay. Well, maybe he needs to learn some nicknames instead of baby, honey, sweetie. You can go wrong with the nickname thing because Ron made it up, so it's stupid. No, I didn't make it up. It's not stupid. Stop calling names. You're being mean. You're a bully. Oh my god! I don't. Women sometimes have been called something by you. Usually, it has a curse word in it, and you try to say it respectfully. But it, I'm used. To it now. You're bully. You're bullying me. I need someone to intervene on my behalf. If only someone had a referee shirt. <laughs> come to the end of the show thankfully so Wait, before um, we get to the end of the show before we get to the end of the show can we wrap up Imaj on porn I mean can, can, can Imaj give us a quick wrap up because you know that whole porn thing is right in alley. wrap it up wrap it up that's all I can tell you if you're going to go out here and you're going to do it be responsible wrap it up if you're messing with possums, do not bring home possum babies. Just wrap it up. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, that is the PSA for today. Wrap it up. The Possum Society of America. He's <laughs> 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 Oh my God! So we know Ron's not stupid, and that was like—I don't know—that was too perfect for him to say something there. But whatever, Ron. Thank you for your input. I guess. Um, continue. 
Um, there is a, a movement, hashtag Emaj Needs Porn. Please send all penises of any nice size and big booty girl pigs to her inbox. She is desperately needing to find her groove back because she has I been missing. Like I cannot if lie. You, if you send me a big booty girl, her face needs to be cute too. Um, please do not send me any possums. I will cut you all the way out. I want a freak okay. in the morning and a freak in the evening. I just want to let you know that I, I will cut the soul out if you send me some ugly stuff. We thank you so much for, for being a part of our evening. We thank um, um, a poet and author, Hakeem Stokes, for being part of the beginning of our evening. And we thank um, porn for being created to keep the mods. I'm not excited and giving her something to do with her new toy that has 15 speeds and giving her possible upgrades to things that ejaculate. So there's some things no, to work up. She's on, she's on, you know, porn a not for now. They are making new technology. Innovation is still happening, and she needs to do the program and get squirted on by a fake penis. And no. with that, oh, I'm going to say no. night. No, no. Porn keeps me from having sex with the wrong people, and so does masturbating. So, therefore, do not like give me no shit like that. Say what? I love that answer. That's beautiful. It keeps me from having sex with the wrong person. I love that answer. You're wonderful with that one. Good night, everybody. It ejaculates on its own. Please don't send me that shit. I'm not going to use it. Send him to some more instead. Some more and make sure you send the bio like this. Here's the way. Send them to some more and, 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 and CC and Maj. And, um, you know, make sure they I get it. it. I don't want that. Mm. I don't want that. Yeah. So that was you all have for you. Do not send some more anything. She's approved and she does not like porn. So at this moment, I'm going to say good night. Say good night, everybody. Say good night, everybody. I guess we'll say goodnight. Red tube. Red tube. No, red tube is the shit too. I don't know if you know about it. Put it in alpha. Oh. Oops. Uh, Okay. Good night. I'm gonna go to sleep. I'm gonna finish my ginger ale, and I'm going to bed. Good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.